four, three, two, one. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year. New Year, new podcast, same energized. Yeah, same energized, yeah. Yeah, very energized. Very energized. Yeah. So, Barry, how are you doing? Do you feel any different now that it's 2018? Do I feel any different? Um, you, know like, you know what's weird? I just realised when I said that. What? People are born in 2000 now are going to be 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw someone say that the other day. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. But Yoda. Yeah. It also makes mathematical sense. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> mathematical, yeah. So yeah. how are you doing? Grand, yeah. Just uh, the last couple of weeks have been crazy. Just like, uh, like from Christmas to New Year's to like, now it's like January and it's just like... Nothing's really changed, you know. No. Like, like you're sort of waiting for a eureka moment that never happens, aren't you? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like, I felt like on today is the second, and today I felt a bit like I was a bit like, oh, what am I doing? What am I doing this year? And I was like, asking myself all these questions. I was a bit like, yeah. Hold on, I'd known these questions last month, so I don't know why I have, all of a sudden have like a million and one questions for myself this month. So you find yourself that you've been questioning, where am I going? What is my life goals? Yada yada yada. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you have to make all these goals in the new year, new yeah. new year, new you. You don't have to do all that. Like You can just keep on going on what you're doing. Uh, obviously, if you're not happy with stuff, well, then maybe look for a change. No, I 100% agree. Like, I mean, my like, plans and thoughts and quote-unquote goals are the exact same as they were like a couple of months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, when it comes to the Christmas time and New Year's, people go, you go out drinking more seeing people you haven't seen in ages and celebrating more. So, like, obviously, things are going to, like, fall off the track a bit. But, like... You just kept going again. Yeah. Um, I, feel, I feel like a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves. And, like, it's like, oh, I'm going to start the gym now, even though I haven't gone in about five months. And like, man, stop slagging me, will it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? It's all like, take it in your like stride and just be like, right, what is, is that, what do I exactly want? Or, although like, it is a good way to be for like 2018. But maybe some people need that, but like, mm. I'm sort of the exact same. I know what, where, what I want to do and what I'm going to do and where I'm going to go and yeah no I think um for me personally there are a few things that I will like change like I will start going back to the gym and it's not because it's the new year it's because like I've been needing to do it but I didn't see the point start like trying to smash the gym before Christmas when I was yeah. going out every second night it was yeah, like yeah. I just knew that was never going to happen yeah. or like if I did do it it just wouldn't waste time anyway so <laughs> um I suppose we should probably say what we've done for the week since like Christmas Day because the last podcast was Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Yeah, it was actually Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah, so Christmas Day, I just stayed in with the family, uh, had dinner, uh, had a few drinks. It was a uh, good crack. That's what I did Christmas Day. Then Stephen's Day. I actually think I stayed in on Stephen's Day. Oh, you didn't, man. You're wild, man. You were going out every night of the week. No, I stayed in on Stephen's night. Then the following day, I went back to work and... I went out to a gig, uh, Ken Block was playing District 8, I went to see that, that was a, uh, no, it was Ben Clock, I had to call him Ken Block the entire time, he was playing District 8, that was very wild, that was very loose, um, also, when I was going with the guys from work, they were uh, they were like, did you get a ticket, and I was like, no, and then I walked up, I walked up the door, and they were like, it's 30 euro in, and I just turned to them and go, yeah, my name's on the guest list, and they were like, what, and then I looked at the guest list, and it was handwritten, and I was like, yeah, it should be there, my name's Ross, yeah, uh, Brian or uh, Ben wrote my name down the list, so it should be there. And they were like, I'll go ahead, so. Well, and they walked just, off. You're just making up people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I'll oh, go ahead. I think, I, think, I think what happened was when 
we, I think we arrived late and when we actually rocked up there the two people behind the desk were actually having a chat and they were probably just like if we just get rid of him yeah. then like we can go back to having our chat yeah come back to not working yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so they were just like go ahead and I was like grab <laughs> yeah so uh, did that then on 29th I went out for David O'Byrne's birthday because um, he's born on Christmas day and obviously you can't go out uh, on Christmas day because nowhere's open so went to Dame Lane and then we went to No Name Bar and then we went to Pig and we actually had such a good laugh uh we actually just had a really good crack. We were doing uh, weird shit. Like, uh, like we're daring each other to do random stuff. Like, it was like, go over a straw and start drinking out of that person's drink. Or, like, convince that person to take off their jumper and let you try it on. And show it off from the lads. It was just random stuff. Yeah. That, yeah, we just did it for the crack anyway. But that is what I got up to up until New Year's Eve. I'll let you talk about what you did until New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, um, oh, no, we went, I went out Christmas Eve. And then, like, that, that just... That was just wild. Like, it was. It's funny, like how it, like so many people are back out and like from that come from different countries that haven't been here for like the whole year. And then like when you see them, you're just like points, 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 points. Like the amount of points I've had over like December is probably the most I've had over the whole year. Yeah, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, like for instance, one of our good mates, Ross Darmody, was back and um, great to see Ross. Yeah, like, he had like a, a like a birthday sort of Christmas dinner as well up in his, which was really good. Like his parents, his, his dad and his dad's new wife Sharon, Kevin and Sharon, like they put on such a good spread and like he had such a good turnout. And uh, for parents, he's a top bloke. He deserves it. Yeah, but like I, I wasn't even expecting myself. Like you didn't even know he was. No, I, I didn't know. See, I was in work and I was absolutely hungover and didn't go to it, but. Me, what's called, uh, me, Barry and Ross went out for lunch today because I didn't realise it was a thing until I got home from my day's work. If I noticed in work, I would have been like, oh, I'm going to have to go with that. But because yeah. I got home, I was so depleted. I got like three hours sleep. So I was like, I, I can't go. Like, Yeah, no. No, I don't blame you, but it, like, it was good to like hang out with them today. But, yeah. I mean, the, that Christmas was so wild there and it was just, I wasn't like looking forward to seeing it end. But, but like, my body probably was because I was like, out so much, but yeah. like it was good to be like like see people like and like this year obviously more people like were like saying how much they enjoyed the show and like were like they were like what's next yeah what's next yeah yeah so uh, yeah but I mean yeah it was just it was it was good it was good it was it was my best Christmas or New Year's ever especially not New Year's Eve yeah but uh, yeah it was I don't know it was really for me good. it was like my most chilled Christmas I think despite like going out it was like one of my most heaviest drinking ones but it was most chilled and more like. I just kicked back, relaxed. I didn't like feel the pressure to go out any particular night. Yeah. I just like did my own thing. Yeah. But yeah, I drank an outrageous amount, but I had a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually sort of looking forward to like the the wind down in January and then yeah. like the and then sort of just like moving on from there really like. Yeah. But uh we all went we actually went out for a dinner on New Year's Eve in Opium in Dublin and uh I'd highly not recommend it. But um we were there for the New Year's countdown, and then we had tickets for a club called Twenty Two, and um, we prepaid for these tickets thirty euro each. And then when we got to the door, we got there around one o'clock, and they wouldn't let us in, even though we had tickets. And uh, that was sort of ruined the night. But I mean, in fairness, you were on work the next yeah. day, and it was just a bit like, like I had a mad night the night before, and like it was just sort of like, let us in, lads. No, oh, okay, see you later. Yeah, uh, <coughs> I. I, I basically repeat everything said yeah. but yeah the service we got in opium was absolutely shite yeah. uh, like I was like physically handed into my hand my knife fork on one stage never off napkins 
Never got water to the table. Had to like go to the bar to get drinks. And we, we'd like prepaid 50 euro ahead for this uh, meal. And then like uh, Barry went out for a smoke. And then on the way back in, he was like, the bouncer was like, oh, where are you going? Do you have a ticket? It's like, have my dinner inside, mate. Yeah. Give it a rest. We're, not, we're not even that high maintenance. Yeah. But like, first of all, the table was so shaky. It was like a bouncy castle. Yeah. Uh, the waiter came over and like spilled stuff all over the table. Uh the food was crap as well, and like very yeah. small portions. Yeah, the English, the waiter didn't have much good English either, and it was really like, it was like going to a camille or a tuck or something like that, or a canoodle, and that they, they put on a plate for you, and, th- and then they hand it to you, and that was it. And I actually said that to someone who worked there uh, yesterday, and they go to me, yeah, but camille's very nice, and I went, yeah, but not for 50 euros, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the portions were tiny as well. Yeah, and then the one request that we had is, we got a be- got, we got a glass of Prosecco on arrival, which like most people didn't even drink. Yeah. And then they were like, also, when we start made our order at the start, they were like, what do you want for dessert? I'm like, I never like ordering dessert before I've eaten my two meals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, I was like, I thought you'd come was like, hey, look, I'll just have a glass of Prosecco because if I'm going out drinking, I don't want to have like a three-course meal. And then I turned to them and I go, is there any chance you can turn those glass of Proseccos into shots on Buga? Right, because like there were seven of us there, like a magician, fifty euro ahead. I was like, I was like, we're going to spend at least three hundred fifty euro here. All I'm asking for, instead of giving yeah. us another glass of prosecco, which you've already had, which no one's that keen on, you just give us sambuca. We slam them, and then I was like, we'll drink them, then we go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the way I'm visioning my head. And they were like, no. I was like, all right. Yeah. I, was, I was like, there's not much of a price difference there, and I think they just looked at it and it was a table full of lads, and they were like, I don't really need to look after them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know enough enough about that anyway. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like in fairness, no need too negative on it. Yeah, and the twenty two like screws over as well. Yeah, but you know what? I weirdly still had a decent night out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing all the lads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it was like the company you keep makes the occasion, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and um, true, yeah, true. Yeah, so it was good seeing the lads because I hadn't seen them in a while, and uh, I was I was just happy to chill out and like I really enjoyed going for dinner. So I'm actually looking forward to going to dinner again. You just won't be going back there. No. <laughs> Are you sure? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So. That was New Year's Eve. Now it's 2018, Barry. Yeah. Do you have any personal goals yourself? I just feel like, I don't know, like uh, today, even when we were at lunch talking like, to Ross, like, it, like I feel like, like a lot of people are like, going to put a lot of pressure on themselves to make sure that they go to the gym nearly every day. And if they don't, they're like, oh no. Like, you know what I mean? It's sort of like, how many times have we had New Year's now? Like, what's 26 times in our life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, like, it's the same thing every year. And then realistically, most people will probably go back to what they're doing. February, if not March. Yeah. But, like, I think now, like, I'm, I mean, obviously, we're, like, 27. We know what we're sort of, like, what we can and can't do. Yeah. Like, we're not going to join Manchester United, but we can still make a successful show. Um, myself and Ross, like, actually discussed, and we're going to try and see what we can do this year, try and do in radio style, and then, um, if not, sort of, maybe go somewhere else. Yeah. You know I mean, because, uh, I don't know, I just find Dublin's going to be very limited. Yeah, no. I feel, it, I feel like this year, you can almost feel it that like the YouTubers, the podcasters, the Instagram people, the Facebook people are all growing. Yeah, I feel like 2018 and 2019 are going to be like, it's going to be like the year of the internet stars. I know some people yeah. think it is already, uh, that's already happened. Yeah. But like, I just think uh, like just the next two years, it's going to be like, there's so many more like being your own boss and being like your own sort of like, you are your own job. Yeah. Like, Look at like someone like your man Big Shaq. You know what I mean? Like he was like a mediocre comedian, and now he's like absolute viral sensation. Like DJ Khaled's been like, you get a picture of me, yeah. and then like you know all the footballers are like dancing the change room to the song. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like it's crazy how like one little thing you can do, you put it on the internet, and then next thing you know, you're like a multi millionaire, and you're the word on everyone's lips. You know what I mean? 
That's the thing. It's, that's the thing. Like, it only takes one moment. And me and Barry are constantly creating moments now. They might not be the like, absolute vulnerable moments, but, yeah. like, they're, like, stuff we're interested in. And uh-huh. they're stuff that we're trying to, you know, share with you guys. Like, for me, like, I'll never forget UFC 217 when Bruce Buffer announced me on stage. Yeah. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. And I'm sure, like, any UFC fan in the world who sees that would be like, oh, my God, that would be so cool for yeah. me. You know what I mean? I know people have, like, he has this thing where you can pay online and he'll, like, introduce you at your wedding. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, for him That's to stand strange. there and, like, look me in the eye and introduce me, I was like, oh, my God, it was, it was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, who knows what 2018 is going to bring. And I'm actually really excited for it. Because I feel like things are only going to get better and bigger for us all the time. I know, man. And it's like, it can be scary at times. It's like, it's great. And then, like, you run into people. Like, Rand John Scanlon's name is like, how's the show going? You know what I mean? It's just like, people who you don't see on a regular basis at all. But they, like, keep up to date with what we're doing. I know, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I was just even thinking there, like, certain Instagram people would have a way more bigger audience than half the radio stations in Ireland then we're mm. sort of like even the way like like in Ireland on RT they're having that like the celebrity what's it called come dance thing what's that oh um, Strictly come dancing yeah celebrity Strictly come dancing in Ireland and like like I, t- I think they're all just going to be in serious serious trouble and I'm sort of like I don't know It's this year is going to be crazy and I swear to god by the time it goes 2020 it's going to be like TV and radio are below like the platforms of like social media, uh, like even YouTube. Like, I'm just sort of like these people are all gonna be in. They're gonna get a fright, man. Yeah, almost. Like, like, and it's I'm like, we're fortunate that we understand how social media works that we won't be left behind. Yeah, I, I know. There's, I know. There's like YouTube itself, but I almost feel like someone needs to like one of the TV stations needs to be like, right, from six o'clock to ten o'clock every night. We're only going to have the biggest internet stars yeah. in Ireland. And th- we're going to fail at the TV with them. We don't know what we're going to do with them yet. Yeah. But we're going to do it. Yeah, but do, do you think, like, half these people got raises and stuff? Like, Christmas bonuses and stuff? <laughs> Probably so. Like, I feel, I feel like... doing what, though? I feel like that's, that's... And we may as well talk about it, because, I mean, like... Who cares? You know what? Like, who cares? I feel like the upper echelon of, like, the workforce in Ireland. It's almost like the Premier League management roles. has been, like, once you manage in the Premier League once... You're shooing for the next yeah, job yeah, that yeah. comes available. Yeah. So I feel like if you're the CEO of a radio station and then or need the CEO, they're like, it's him. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, there's yeah. no like risk taking or there's no, um, there's no like, we'll take a chance on them or there's no like, well, they actually do a really good job of promoting themselves. So maybe they could do a good job promoting us. And it's so like, CEO Bus Aaron, Bus Aris, oh, well, you know, you know who needs a new CEO? Dublin Rail. It's like, you've yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's, I think that's just the way it works. It's like a revolving door. And it's the same people going for the same jobs over and over again. But and they don't even give a look into the people who they probably should be looking at. Yeah, no, I get you. But is this only in Ireland? Like, is it, it's, like, probably, it's, probably, it's probably much more broader across the world. But I'd say in the UK, I'd say there's more like sort of social media influencer agencies. And then like in America, there definitely is. Um, there's all these people who are, you know, sort of grinding away looking for the next superstars. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure Casey Neistat over in the States had, like, multiple offers to do crazy amount of things. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but, like, he's, he, do, he already makes so much money that he's, like, his own boss. And he doesn't need he doesn't need anyone to control him. Yeah. But someone like a Suzanne Jackson could do with the extra boost by having her own RTE show. You know what yeah. I mean? She could be, it could be, like, the fashion files of Suzanne Jackson. It could be a half an hour show on RTE or TV3. And, like, she already has 200,000 plus people watching her oh, anyway. Yeah. So they'd be like... Oh, did you see Suzanne Jackson on the RTE? You know what I mean? 
And like, why can't that be a weekly show? I'm sure that does far higher ratings on RT than like Fair City would. Go in. I know, man. I'm just sort of like, you see, like even earlier on when we were at Ross, I was sitting there and I was sort of like, what way is this year going to turn out? Not just for me, but like just even like in that media space. And it just doesn't seem to be like, it doesn't, the wheels are definitely not flowing for these stations. Yeah. Like, just, like what's their next thing? What, are they just going to give away another holiday? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I even look at someone like, in terms of like football, I look at Arsenal Fan TV and they put up a video when they don't, when they do badly, the video tends to do better. Yeah. They put up a video and they draw one all West Brom and then the next day it had 200,000 you know, yeah. views on YouTube and it's like, there's not 200,000 people tuning into RTE to watch the show I know, or TV3. I know. I know. I'm just like, I'm saying, I know you, you're, people just say, yeah, but if you want to watch that, you just go into YouTube. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm just like, clearly these people have a massive audience. Clearly like they could do all their social media stuff and all that crack and have it on TV3 and then TV3 viewing raiders will go up because yeah. they have all, all the people because they're clearly going to promote it on their own page and they'll be like, TV3 is great. Catch on TV3 later. Oh, no, yeah. And like, despite the fact that they might even make more money off their own social media. They will want to go on the TV. They will want to go on TV anyway because, like, people always view TV as being better. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's still it's got, still got more of a glow to it. Yeah, but like even like even the way like Ross's dad was asking me at, when we were up in the house, he was like, he was like, how how are you getting on? How are you getting on with all doing all this? And he's like, uh, he's like, are, are you reading much about MMA? And I was like, like reading what? Like, I mean, I listen yeah. to Joe Rogan, listen to Brendan Schaub, I listen to Ariel One. Yeah. Like, I listen to Luke Thomas. Like, I mean, like, what, like read what? Like, these, yeah, these guys like, have to... But in fairness, in fairness, you do read as well. But yeah, it's yeah, not, but yeah. But, I mean, like, I think you view it as reading a book, but, like, you read a lot of articles or you read, like, you might go on to the news for Mixed Martial Arts or something like that and you might read that. Well, yeah. I, know, I know I read a lot of that. Yeah, but I felt he meant, uh, meant more, like, the Irish Times or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. And it was so like sort of like, old school. Yeah, but you don't need. You don't need like. Put this way, I I never look at the paper anymore. Yeah, because like nine times out of ten, I know what news I'm looking for. I'm gonna look for the football news. I'm just yeah. going to Sky Sports and be like, what's yeah. the football news? Or if I'm looking for the UFC news, I'm like going to MMA fighting or going to MMA junkie and be like, what's going down? Yeah. Or like you can just go on Twitter and find out what's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I'm not that really overly interested in politics. I'm just like the government can do what they want. I'm gonna live <laughs> my life the same way anyway. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I just, I just like it's so weird, like looking into the future, like, and I, I never really been doing it, but now that, like, it's sort of like, like it's like the control is like out of their control now, which was like a very, very bad idea, mm. and they're all, almost like uh, naive that like people could come up and create a bigger audience rather than like a superpower in Ireland, like RT. Yeah, and like, like that, you know I, feel, I, mean? I feel like they wanted to go in and just like do such like. A, a shy job within RT and just slog it out for so long and then eventually be like you have the 10 o'clock spot on a Sunday night 10 to 12 yeah. uh, like in the middle of the night and just be like no one lists radio that time like, I know like, and I know people know that like we're sort of trying to get into that niche and also also like once we get like associated with some, with an actual station or something like that it'll be seen as more like certified yeah. you know what I mean but like I I have a lot of friends Right, and we have a Man, lot. Stop bragging, will you? Okay, I've actually <laughs> got two friends, you and Pete. But uh, and a lot of people follow our state, our our work. Like, not everyone listens to podcasts now, but like a lot of people are following our work. And it's sort of like not one time does any person ever be like mention radio as no. in like, as in like, did you hear no. what Dermot and Dave said the other day? Yeah, or Ray Darcy. Yeah, like 
Some people make some people, make some, some, people, some people go, how's the radio show going? Because yeah. they know what a podcast is. Yeah. That's what they ask. Yeah. They, they never go, oh, did you listen to that radio yeah. show? No one's ever said yeah. that. And, ever. and if you think about it, we're nearly 30 as well. So we'd be like their prime audience. Yeah. It's weird to think we're nearly 30, but I mean like, that one person brings us up. So are they not like, what is going on? And even like the head of RT getting done for like, uh, going over to meet some underage people. And yeah. then like, Al Porter as well, who's like, totally lost run yeah. himself. Like, I mean, like he's just gone off fans off face of the earth. Like, yeah. yeah, but it's like, he's also, he's, he's already been forgotten about already. And like, they've just moved on without him. Do you know what? Maybe because he wasn't actually that important that it's just like, oh, that news, who cares? I mean, yeah. bring out the next Conor McGregor. Also, he wasn't there for very long either. He was only, he was only like there less than two years, I'd say. Yeah. And oh, then it was like, you're gone. But it could have came perfectly around Christmas time. And also, do you know what? It probably doesn't really sell many papers. Like, the no. newspapers need Conor McGregor to like take a shot on the Lewis and then yeah. like they, they can sell newspapers, you know? Yeah, no. Newspapers are another thing, man. They're like dirty in the, start, like, the past. People are getting the apps, the like Irish Times, Daily Mail. I think, I think like newspapers like they're probably printing a lot less because they're probably looking at being like save the trees. Yeah, save yeah, but they're probably like printing a hell of a lot less papers because they're definitely selling a lot less papers. I feel like definitely selling a lot less papers. You only, like you only sell papers to people who are at the age of fifty plus unless you know someone who's definitely in the paper this week. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's 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 just the way it goes. Yeah. Or else like grandparents, but they, they yeah, but that's what I mean fifty yeah, plus. Yeah, 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 yeah. So unless you're over the age of fifty or you know somebody's in the paper that week, you're not buying it. Or unless you buy it on holidays, that's about it. Yeah, like you yeah, say, yeah. you're gonna look for Wi-Fi anyway. Yeah, I used to love that on holidays, like looking at the like sports, the transfer news. Yeah, and that stuff. And when you're on some holidays, you want to find out who's going. Yeah. Especially when you're a Man United fan back in the day, because yeah. they were always buying someone. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it. I, I feel like this year is gonna be crazy. Mm. Like, I mean, unfortunately for us now, like our thing is very dominated with like football, MMA, uh, having a crack, obviously, yeah. and then like a bit of rugby, especially the Irish rugby, because. Um, it it like when you really like it's too hard to know too much about all, like too many sports. So Ross basically like is like the main man with the UFC, and then like I, I try and look as much football as I can, and then together we like collaborate, yeah. which sort of makes the show perfect because yeah. like like uh, like I sort of look at some of our friends who like who like music, who like cars, who like girls. Like I mean, why don't they have like a podcast for yeah. that or something? You know what I mean? I'm sort of like you may as well. I mean, why not? But uh, I don't know. I'm just like. Like, 2019, like, when it comes in 2019, I, like, I feel like, I don't know. I actually, I think, I, like, that's the thing. I actually can't, and you, usually when I'm at home, I'm like, right, what what would this be like if I go here or there or wherever? But, like, they're in serious, like, they're in serious trouble. And it's not even, like, funny to admit because I, I just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, them. it doesn't better for us, them not doing great. But, like, yeah. I, I can see yeah. that they're not doing great. And, like, you just have, like, these, like, things, like, they say the JNLR, they're all up and everyone's doing great. And so it's just, like... Yeah, but you're only going to yourself. Yeah, like, but you know the Jane Law figures, you only get like a choice of like certain stations to be like Clay FM, F104, Spin, 98 FM. Like you can only pick one of these. There's no like Joe Rogan podcast. You know what I mean? So and then like you'd probably be like, oh, I know C for works news talk, so I'll go news talk. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I've never met one or, person who's ever done a Jane Law. Yeah, neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. And, or you might just be like, which one's Pat Kenny on? Yeah. Oh, oh he's on news talk. Oh, yeah. that will do. Or Ray Darcy, he's on RT, isn't he? And like you might just be like, He's the only radio presenter I know, so I must listen to that yeah, one. Do you know what to watch out for, right? Remember, uh, who are the two old lads that used to be on TV as well? You know, Name Dunphy. No, no, no. Uh, they're, they're, they're a radio station. Um, the, the fellow people used to phone in and be like, oh, fucking hell, Dunphy. No, the two lads. Oh, uh, Adrian and Jeremy. Adrian and Jeremy, right? Every year, isn't every January, they do the box thing. Oh, yeah? They sit in the box and then the time counts down and you yeah. win money. Yeah. You can tell how much money the station will have if they have that or not. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember last year and like the, 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 the yeah, but I think it was like you start off ninety eight grand, wasn't it? Yeah. And then I think the winner got like seventeen or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like really shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It dropped down loads. Yeah. But like you got you can tell if these actually have the money or not. Yeah. Was actually a good, good show. Yeah. Well, look out for that. Yeah. Yeah. Although they probably they have probably have like an algorithm being like the chance of someone winning this over being over twenty grand are probably like you know. 200 to 100 you know what I mean yeah they know they know it's pretty fixed you know what they do they probably add another number in that you have to try and guess you know what I mean and then it's just like gets harder well I mean imagine they're in there 5 minutes and then the thing was won they'd be like oh shit oh jeez what would they do yeah no that's they're definitely man there's so much corrupt things going on you know what I mean like I mean 98 grand first person like see you later yeah cheers ruins it yeah ruins it yeah I don't know half these stations are going to do but like I mean I haven't seen a word about like as we said earlier Celebrity Strictly Come Dancing is coming on next. You know what I mean? Where's the, any lad shows, no? Definitely any, not. Is there, do any lads live in Ireland? Because supposedly, according to all these stations, they don't. No. There's, just, there's nothing on for, like, your average lad to yeah. watch, to be honest. Yeah. And it's, like, pretty disgraceful. Yeah. Like, the, yeah, the, last thing, is, the last thing, like, lads watched was probably Love Hate. And it wasn't even yeah. directly at lads. It was just, like, that's what lads could watch when, like, this is good. Yeah, it was one thing that I sort of caught the whole nation of from yeah. like 15 year olds to like 60 odd, 70 yeah, yeah. odd you know because I mean? everyone knew everyone was into it yeah yeah everyone had an opinion on it as well so like yeah. that was one show that people were like yes or no with. but um in terms of the show for uh, me for the next year but the end of next year like I'd hope to have like at least 15,000 Instagram followers and it's not about like that sort of thing but I just feel like our content's so good and uh, our audience is forever growing and I feel like that's something that we can reach by yeah. the end of 2018 yeah. and like I don't really like putting numbers on it because that's sort of like I don't, I'm never going to be one of the people that's always goals yeah I'm never going to be one of the people around 15,000 no. because no. like I'd never do that no. but uh, like at the moment we have over 6,000 like that's more than Joe Blow walking down the street you know what I mean but I'd never like more than expected as well yeah Yeah, but like it's also very like it's very seasonal for us like we knew because Ireland didn't qualify for the World Cup that that would fuck us over because that's at least three games we could have got involved with yeah Uh, yeah but that's that's like a course of like four three or four weeks yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, but in fairness we'll still be involved with the World Cup but like obviously with Ireland being into it like the interest is much lower you know what I mean like Sarah from the office doesn't glass yet like what's the story with the football this weekend when Ireland aren't playing um yeah, so that's sort of uh, so, and like January this month isn't actually great for sport either. No, um, no, it's very very quiet. Like and, very yeah. quiet in the UFC footballs. Like there'll be, I'm sure it probably breaks at some yeah. stage, and just like the I'll, rugby, we're sort of waiting until February for the Six Nations. Yeah. Also, having Conor McGregor not fighting is uh, like doesn't help us as much because like when we have people from all around the world following us, so like when Conor McGregor's fighting and they see there's an Irish lads with the with the Irish podcast who are like in some way associated with him as the true like pictures and like. Got going to murals of them. Yeah, they, they feel like they're associated with Conor McGregor in some sort of way. That's just the way it works. You know what I mean? I get asked from work on a daily basis. I'm like Conor McGregor fan. Do you like Conor McGregor? Have I ever seen Conor McGregor in person? If I'm in a pub and Conor McGregor's in the pub, am I gonna get shot? Uh, <laughs> I get asked those questions all the time. It's like, yeah. yes, I've seen Conor McGregor. Yeah. Yes, I'm a Conor McGregor fan. No, you won't get shot if you're in the pub with him. Yeah. No, like I'm sort of looking at the next, the, the, like the upcoming sort of. Fixtures be a football, UFC, everything, rugby. Like, there's, there's nothing really massive for yeah, Ireland. Champions League isn't even until February. Yeah. Six Nations is February. Um, then um, UFC 220 is the end of January. But then like the rest of the main UFC fights aren't until February. So yeah. like February is probably going to be a massive month for us. January is probably going to be quite enough. But we're still going to pump out the content yeah. regardless. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's that's really it. it is I suppose this means we'll have to get a bit more creative anyway. And um, we'll yeah. probably go back to the gym, so you'll probably see us back lifting the weights in the gym. Swell well. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just actually just leaned over. Tense. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, like, I, I think, like, really, we both work way better when we're both training and both, like, not even look for goals, just sort of, like, I, I think after finishing that 2017, I'm sort of, like, what is there... What is there next year that I really want to do that I that I haven't already done this year? Like in fairness, I went down the piss this year. Yeah. I've gone on. I went on three trips. Uh, went to numerous matches. I mean, the video we put out today. I forgot to even mention the video yeah. we put out today. I mean, like, I want something more next year. Yeah, uh, it has to be more. As in, like, I don't even know if that comes in like holidays or if that comes in going out or if it goes to going to restaurants or like going on dates. I just I, I don't know what it is, but I want something more. Yeah, I, 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 what's it called. I think going out for dinner the other night was just something like I actually really enjoyed that. I wasn't even like I wasn't buzzing for going out afterwards. I was just like I like this now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just it was just good crack. It was good crack like sharing time with the lads, even if half them were on the blowers half the time. But Yolo, yeah, yeah. very the lads, very the lads. Yeah. Um. Yeah. As Barry just mentioned, big shout out to Ryan O'Hare. Yeah. Um. He created a little video montage of uh, how we got on for the year. Uh, and and every other fighter. Yeah. Well. And footballer and yeah. sportsman. So uh, he put basically it was a montage of what happened this year in the world of sports, and then had a few little five, four, three, two, one countdown for us as we always do, and then it finished off with you know, as always, stay energy. So make sure you check it out if yeah. you're listening now. I'm probably you've probably already seen it, but uh, it's a really cool video in my opinion. What do you think of Barry? I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good. Uh, I, I I like the way it just wrapped up the year. Like it just wrapped up the year. And I feel like now next year, like like I'm actually like making a promise now that like next year it's gonna be even bigger and better. And I know mm-hmm. everyone says that every yeah. year, but I mean like, I feel like when we came into 2017, we were sort of like, we didn't know what we were doing with posts or like, we probably put them up at the wrong times and yeah. then like all that sort of shit. And now we're, we're much more like, professional. Oh yeah, now yeah, than yeah, we are. Yeah. And the Facebook page, the Facebook page is almost is almost a waste of time. Yeah. So like, if you're looking to build anything, like I mean, I don't think Facebook's the right place to do it. Yeah, but you probably have a Facebook platform as yeah. well for those people who don't use yeah. Instagram because some people thing, yeah. do be like, oh, why'd you put up on the Facebook? Because I only follow the Facebook stuff. It happens from time to time. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> there is one moment in the video, at the very end. And you can't skip an Instagram video because you're gonna have to wait and watch the whole thing uh, to the very end. Well said. Yeah. So where it was actually sent to you, Barry, wasn't it? Uh, at Old Trafford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who sent it to you? Uh, a guy called Graham Richardson. Yeah, Graham Richardson sent it to Barry, and it was like a documentary on Patrice Everett. And I don't know why he was watching it because most of it was in French. Graham must be very good at the French en français. Oui. Um. So <laughs> at the end of the video. It's just me, Barry and Chris walking down uh, the road at Old Trafford. And it's me going, come on, you know it. And it's actually just like the perfect way to finish off the video. Yeah. It was such a rare piece of footage to find. And yeah. I have no recollection of yeah. like how we ended up doing that or whatever. Yeah. But we're also the three most hungover people in the stadium that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And it was actually gas. And that's the time... Uh, United beat Leicester 4-1 and Pogba scored his yeah. first ever goal for United yeah. I'll never forget that it was 4-0 at half time and I was I was, remember I was frankly trying to ring everyone on my phone book to tell them how happy I was because I, I, I like, haven't felt joy in my heart like it like, got rid of my hangover it, yeah it was so good it was, so, it was a very good crack but I, was so, I remember like later on that night we were in Zip. yeah but um, very us yeah, great part in the video so yeah. make sure to check that out yeah so Barry what are we moving on to now yeah well like I just want to say thanks a million everyone who tuned in to everything so far and like like we're not gonna let you down we actually are not gonna let you down Barry would you say this is the best show of 2018 
so what do you make of the show so far? Yeah. I don't know, I just like, I just like the realness of it. I know we were ranting on about how RT and all are like, I don't know, I, I honestly, I think they're in serious, serious trouble. And like, I wouldn't mind if they found me to be like, why are we in trouble? And like, I mean, like, I mean, what's when we do lie? I feel like everyone yeah. in there is probably like, it's like, no, no, we're grand. We're not going to drown. We're not going to drown. Oh, wait, it's like, like, oh shit. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. People only, people only tune in because they're staying real, man. That's, that's really it. Keep it real, 2K18. Keep it real, yeah. Very energised. Yeah, very energised. You never asked me, man. What, Ross Cowell, before we move on, what you make of the show so far? Definitely the best show we've done in 2018. Easily. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Yolo. Yeah. Very, very us. Very energised. So where are we moving to now, Barry? Okay. Um, we're going to move on to the fighting part of the show. So thanks, million for staying tuned so far. And if you're into fighting... Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I know some people like to dip out after we finish talking about us and what we've done for the past few times. If that's okay, or if if you're um, or sorry, that's okay with us. If you're going to do that, that's fine. And if you want to, you can probably skip for about twenty five minutes and you get to the football segment of the show. If you're only interested in the football segment show, or if you like fighting, stay tuned. We're going to talk fights. We're going to talk what's going to happen in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Okay, so we just started now, right? Two thousand seventeen's come and gone. There's been some really big fights, some big events. But uh, what do you make of the year so far in not just UFC, but in Bellator? So the MMA scene so this year. Uh, uh, okay, sorry, <clears throat> in 2017. For me, calendar-wise, this has been quite a poor year for UFC. They've had a lot of events where there hasn't been much talk about. They've had a lot of fights pull out. Like, how many times have we seen we've seen them try and make a B versus Ferguson? Yeah. Um, like, UFC 215 was pretty crap, but Nunes versus Shevchenko, they had a pull out. Um... Obviously, you had John Jones Cormier that was massive, but then obviously John Jones failed his um his drug test. Drug he test, had like yeah. Woodley versus Wonder Boy. He had Woodley versus Maya. There was a lot of main events that didn't leave up to the hype. Obviously, there was some absolutely phenomenal fights that we discussed in the last podcast, like all of Justin Gaethje's fights, Eddie Alvarez's fights, um, Yancey Medeiros versus Cowboy Oliveira. All these fights were absolutely incredible. So yes, there was some good fights. Yes, there was some bad fights. Probably not a great year for UFC, which probably doesn't help them because they're actually out of their TV contract deal at the moment and they're looking for a $450 million. And <laughs> Apparently, the offer on the table is about 275 So like the world's apart. And I think there's been a lot of talk about Mayweather coming to the UFC, but I think that's just a lie to get a new um, TV deal. But yeah. in terms of UFC, or in terms of um, UFC in 2017, highlight of the year for me was probably... UFC 217 Madison Square Garden. Not just that we were at it. It was just the best event of the year. Yeah. And then, for me, low moment of the year was probably finding out Misha Tate's pregnant and neither of us are going to get to go away with her. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. The actual low moment of the year was John Jones failing his drug test after UFC 214. Yeah. I think the UFC like, definitely took a massive hit this year. Um... They like, basically like gave up the year to have McGregor Mayweather. They did, they, yeah. Yeah. D- yeah, but they nearly get... That's... That's given up everything, really. Like, I mean, yeah. That, that, and that didn't turn out because well they didn't have Ronda Rousey this year. No, nope. John Jones once he failed a drug test, yeah, and he's they didn't have Conor McGregor this year. No Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, no Brock Lesnar this year. They had to return to George St. Pierre. That was probably the highlight of the year. What about CM Punk? He didn't fight this year. Oh, then they had nothing, man. Yeah. Although, like, the, one of the biggest breakout stars really would be in Francis Ngannou. Like, yeah. I mean, if they, if they didn't have him, then they'd sort of be. But like, in fairness, if you look at 2018, 2018 looks very hopeful. Brock Lesnar's out of contract with WWE. Could come back. George St. Pierre. 
could fight in 2018. Who knows? Conor McGregor will probably fight in 2018. Um, who knows what Ron is going to do? Uh, John Jones could be back towards the end of 2018. Francis Ngannou is going to be fighting for the heavyweight title. Cain Velasquez come back because I'd love to see that fight as well. Yeah. Um, then, like, if John Jones does come back, DC versus uh, John Jones 3, which I'm, uh, like, I don't know about you, but I'd love to see that. Then you could have, like, TJ versus DJ. You know, 2018 could be a very big year for yeah. UFC. No, that's a good show. Uh, yeah, it was just like, maybe, maybe because of the sale and stuff, like, and yeah. they had new people, like, even, the, like, although, like, you can see certain people are looking after the social media and they're, like, they're, like, sort of... I think they've actually got better in the last two months, but, like, at the start of the year, they were dreadful. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, they were, like, putting wrong people's handles in and just, like... Yeah, but is that just, like, such an like, easy thing to do? You know what I mean? Mm, like, just, yeah. just, like, put the right name in there, you know? Yeah, Even wrong. when they did it... Remember when they made all the foy kits and they had people's names, like, spelt wrong or... Then, yeah, just, like, what are they doing? Yeah, so it's like... Oh, I actually think I sent the UFC an email like three years ago but like here look if you want you can pay me four grand a year and I'll uh, I'll just make sure like you don't fuck up all over stupid shit yeah. yeah you know what I mean it's like yeah. I'll make sure everyone's name's spelled right and that like you put the right handles in yeah and be worth 40 grand a year to them yeah and what did they say didn't email me back <laughs> very them very them yeah but um and then in terms of Bellator Bellator this year they they got some uh, big signings in they got Gegard Mousasi and they got Rory McDonald in and uh, then they obviously got Matt Mitrione, Roy Nelson, Frank Mir, uh, Chel Sonnen, and then they re-signed Rampage. So, like, they've got some big signs in, and they had some big fights. But the only thing for me with Bellator is, being in the European market, it's very hard to actually uh, watch the Bellator fights, they stream them online, and sometimes, like, yeah. it's painful to watch them yeah. on the stream. Yeah, it is, yeah. Especially so. when you don't really know who the fighters are, you're just be like, ah, here. Yeah, yeah, as in, like, I'm all right. But, yeah, know? like, when, like, Rafael Carvalho was fighting Alexis Sakara in Italy you're just a bit like I think you'd go out of great and see the lads you yeah, know what I mean yeah 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 like you have to give me something that I want to sit in to watch you yeah. know what I mean yeah. like make me stay at home yeah. basically what I'm saying and a lot of the time Bellator don't have that but 2018 has a heavyweight Grand Prix I'm really looking forward to that yeah. my only issue with it is that like the first the, the first quarter final is in January and the fourth one's in April. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, they're really going to stretch it out for the year. I, I'm like, yeah, it's going to stretch it out for the year, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, it's going to be 2019 before we actually know who wins the thing. You know what I mean? I feel like it could be. You know what I mean? This isn't a bad, like, move by them, I think, because, like, they're, they're really going to try and attack the market. And, like, there's so many new, like, MMA fans over the last two, if not three years, that half of them probably don't even know that, well, seven out of eight of the fighters, is this yeah. eight, yeah, all fought in the UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the only one who didn't, King Mo. No, King Mo and Fedor never fought in the UFC. Oh, sorry, Fedor. Yeah, yeah I forgot. Yeah. But like King Mo and Fedor both fought in Strike Force who were bought by the UFC, so yeah. it's not so... Uh, and they probably don't know how good Fedor used to be as well. Yeah, exactly. Know? So, And then like, if you look at it, like... <laughs> Imagine you didn't know how good Fedor was and you're just looking at him now, you'd probably be like, to who? Yeah, but a lot of the fighters in, uh, who are also there like lost their last fight in the UFC before being let go as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, the he- Bellator Heavyweight Tournament should be quite good. Um, you have Rory McDonald fighting Douglas Lima this year. Um, I'm always excited to see MVP fight. Um, be interested if Gegard Mousasi can capture the middleweight belt. So yeah, Bellator have got some good stuff going on this year. I'll be interested to see how they get on, but I'm not overly um as hyped to see it because I know myself it's gonna be harder to watch. No, it is. It is harder to watch. But one th- one thing I will make sure I watch is the Bellator that's going head to head to UFC two twenty because the Bellator main event will be going up against like. 
uh, UFC prelims. So I'll be watching Sondland Rampage and then. Yeah, that's the thing with. Yeah. Who else fighting? Oh, Roy McDonald's fighting Douglas Lima on that card. So I'll be watching those two. No, I'm looking forward to it as well. It's just. Uh, they're really going to try and like get in there a bit more. But, uh, but uh, like, how, how are they really going to get in though? You know what I mean? Like, how, how are they going to be able to over, over jump the UFC? Is it just like they're going to have to go show by show by show by show? Or they, is it just a long distance run? I think I think the problem is to overtake UFC they need to get some UFC stars and then they're always going to be seen as the second right show because they have UFC rejects quote yeah. unquote rejects so um, I don't think they're ever going to overtake the UFC but they're like no. narrowing the gap if that makes sense as in like they're also making another option if you're a free agent they'll definitely narrow the gap this year definitely yeah like because they're like their homegrown stars like an Ed Ruth or a Michael Chandler like Michael Chandler's already fought and lost Eddie Alvarez and then Eddie Alvarez gone to the UFC yeah, he became champion, but he wasn't like he's not the best lightweight in the UFC. So therefore, Michael Tanner's automatically not the best yeah. lightweight. Same thing and with then, the heavyweight division. Yeah, heavyweight division is like full of. I was me and Barry were only saying this uh, earlier that like the Bellator Grand Prix is like the thing I'm most excited for Bellator this year. But uh, we went through the list, and I was like, if Stephen Miocic was in it, he'd be the clear favorite. If Ngannou was in it, he'd be the clear favorite. Velasquez was in it, he'd be the clear favorite. If Overeem was in it, he'd be the clear favorite. If JDS was in it, he'd probably be the favorite. Sorry, if Fabrizio Verdun was in it, he'd be the clear favorite. If Volkov was in it, he'd probably be a favorite. And if Mark Hunt was in it, he'd probably be a favorite. Or in fact, he probably would be the favorite. Or Daniel Cormier, John Jones. Or if Daniel Cormier or John Jones were in it, they would also be the favorites coming up from light heavyweight. Because if you think about it, Matt Mitrione's the favorite. Yeah. And... He's already lost to like he lost with Brendan Chap. I mean, no offense, Brendan Chap. We all love Brendan Chap, but like Matt is very beatable. Oh, Derek Lewis is probably the favorite as well, even though he lost to uh, Matt Mitrion before. Yeah, or even Curtis Blades would be up there as one of the favorites. So he's only twenty six, by the way. Curtis Blades, yeah, yeah no, he's a monster as well, six foot seven. I'll be interested to see him in two years fighting Ganu again. Yeah, although because he's fighting uh, Mark Hunt at UFC two twenty one, it's gonna be like. If he beats Mark Hunt, you know what I mean? He's not going to get two... You know what I mean? He's not going to get two years. No. Like, he'll probably get 18 months, max. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a weird profession because... Yeah. Although, like, if you're in the UFC and then you lose three fights, you could go to Bellator then. Well, it's, it's, it's just more so the heavyweight division. If you're absolutely massive and you, like, you beat, like, two people, you know what I mean? You're sort of fighting the top 15, fella. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's not a lot of time to, like, get a slow build. No. Yeah, it's like, for instance, Ngannou. Yeah. Ganyu, like two years ago, he wasn't in the UFC. Now he's fighting for the belt. And five year, years ago, he hadn't even done mixed martial arts. And now he could be the... I, I suppose, like... The hardest mixed martial arts in the world... Martial artist in the world to beat. Because I don't say the best mixed martial artist, because that's probably Demetrius Johnson. But, like, by being the heavyweight champion, you're you're almost are the best mixed martial artist because no one could beat you. Yeah. So, like, in his own way, he'd be the best yeah, mixed martial artist in the world. Um... I just want to look at a few things here. Um, is there any matches that you'd like to see happen in 2018? We were sort of talking about this as well. We were saying, sort of looking at where the matchups are going to go for like even the next whole defence yeah. for well, each of these guys. Do, do you want to start at, at like a lower weight division and move up? Or? I'll go through them all. At strawweight, women's strawweight, I want to see Joanna and Jacek versus Rose too. Because yeah. like, I don't believe that Rose is that much better than Joanna than the way she beat her so easily. Imagine she but, beat her that easily again. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Well, but then again, I'm not saying Rose won't win the rematch either. After seeing the first the way the first fight won, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm right. like, I, I, I don't think it'll be that straightforward this time out. Okay. Uh, women's bantamweight Amanda Nunes. Uh, I suppose I'd like to see her maybe fight Drain the Man Randomly, 
uh, just because she was able to beat Holly Holm or maybe even Kat Zangano. I'm not actually like this is probably the division I'm least excited that's about. That's what I was gonna ask you. Like that, like um, don't that's not really like pushing my buttons. Chris Cyborg, I want to see her fight Amanda Nunes. I'd love to see Amanda Nunes go up and fight Chris Cyborg just because like she beat Holly Holm uh, at the weekend. We'll get into that in a bit, but like. There's not really much out left for her. That's the, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, so we're like, just going to sit in the fence for a year now, is she? No, I think she's going to fight, but, like... Oh, she's probably, yeah, probably going to have to go down a, a weight division. I don't see anyone being like, yeah, I'll well, move up and... Well, Megan Anderson was the Invicta featherweight champion. She's probably going to fight her next. She's Australian, and I think she's undefeated. But yeah. it's just where, like, who has the balls to get up, get into the cage with Chris Hyborg? Because whoever has the balls will get the opportunity. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't think any, I, I don't think anyone's answered their phone, though. Yeah, and then at flyweight, Demetrius Johnson, I want to see him fight TJ Dillashaw or Cody yeah. Garbrandt. Whoever will make, go down to uh, flyweight, I'd love to see that. No, Dominic Cruz, no? No. Uh, well, I don't think Cruz is going to come down to flyweight. Nah, but if actually. I'd love to see DJ go back up to uh, Bantamweight and fight Dominic Cruz. And it's the same with Bantamweight. I want to see... Joe, can I just stop you there for yeah. a second? In the flyweight, if Demetrius Johnson doesn't actually move up and fight someone else... Well, I think it's just going to be Chris Hoiberg. But he's just going to be... No, he's going to be... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, like, like, Don't they should actually do this. They should be like, right here, if you're not looking to make this even... like, I know he's like going through divisions, but if they're sort of like, here, look, if you're just killing off these people and it's not even a fight, we're just going to get rid of that division. We just don't need that. So you can either be part of the UFC, part of the Bantamweight division, or else like, see you later, but really like... I know, yeah, but I can't really force someone to move up um, but well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know what? No, no, UFC just yeah, but it's put, entertaining. Yeah, yeah, but UFC just needs to put enough cash on the table that he has to go up the bandwagon. Yeah, that's I don't think. Yeah, but I don't think you, you get rid of a division because I don't think that's fair on the other fighters. Because like someone like like who? Well, someone like uh, Henry Cejudo or uh, Wilson Hayes, who's like ranked like number three or two or one. Yeah, but can they not move up as well? Yeah, but they move up, but like then they're at a distinct disadvantage because they're automatically smaller then. Yeah, but I mean, like Daniel Cormier is a bit smaller than John Jones, and there was like about what five eleven versus six four. Or six five even, yeah. But when you're that small, it's I just think it's a bit harsh. That yeah, but they could they could do with Daniel Cormier and go around with a belly or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, the beach oh, no, is for our, this, all this fight is for our entertainment. And yeah, like, obviously. Yeah, and if you're trying to sell me a fight, Demetrius Johnson versus Cejudo, or again, and you're just like, like no one Already cares. Seen it, mate. I'm not staying in watching that man. You know, fair, I, mean? so I would watch Cejudo again, but it's more so like. Wilson Hayes too was like, yeah. oh, here, go away with it. it. That would need to be like the fight before Nganu yeah. versus yeah. Someone, yeah, yeah. some heavyweight title fight. Yeah. So then you have Bantamweight. I just want to see TJ Dillashaw, Cody Garbrandt, Dominic Cruz, Jimmy Rivera, and the Beach Johnson fight each other all year. Yeah. Just those five. Yeah, no yeah, one else. Sure. No cool. one else. I don't want to see anyone else fight. Maybe if John Lineker wants to fight uh, Jimmy Rivera, actually, I'd watch that. Oh, and you know what? Even throw Marlon Marais in there. I just want to see those like seven, seven or eight guys just fight each other all year. Because yeah. they're all so highly skilled. I'm just like, yes, give keep me that. Them, keep them going, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah give yeah. me that. Yeah. Featherweight, Max Holloway. I want to see him fight Brian Ortega. That's the fight I want to see. I, I actually think Frank Yeager will probably give him more problems. And I'm actually glad that Brian Ortega was like, you fight Frank Yeager first. Because then he'll probably get another fight in. Because he could probably do more cage time. That's better, yeah. Because um, he's actually very young. But it's weird to say Max Holloway is actually, I think, younger than Brian Ortega. But he's got so much cage time yeah. that like he's not that much younger in experience. So Holloway, Ortega, that's what I want to see. Yeah, there's, there's nothing really in that, that featherweight division as well no. that's, that's really exciting either. Like no. you'd almost want... No, like, the, damage, the damage is on the way to a title shot. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, I, I don't really want... I, you'd almost want then like Cody Garbrandt to move up and fight Max Holloway. Something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. like... The levels, or I mean, because I don't want to see Max Holloway doesn't have to go up to fifty five no. as well. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
Like that that that, that division now that you say is probably the you know what least for one forty five. I like I like to see Max Holloway get his fight in Hawaii. That's what I like to see at one fifty five. No, 145. Oh, no, I just yeah, want to okay. see him get to fight yeah, in his hometown. Yeah, okay. I want to see how much Hawaii blows the roof off the place for Max Holloway. Because yeah. I feel like he's just like somebody who's not really a superstar, but I feel like he could be a superstar in Hawaii if he gave him the platform to do it. Yeah. Uh, then 155. Now, this is where the magic happens. Because you have Khabib Nurmagomedov, who just absolutely pummeled Edson Barbosa the weekend. Did he? Uh, <laughs> and then you have Tony Ferguson. And then you have uh, Conor McGregor. So, anyone, really else, see, anyone, anyone else? I th- to be honest, I think that's it. Like, Gaethje lost to Alvarez. I don't really see Alvarez getting back in there. Um, Sage Norkel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Uriah Faber actually came out this week and said Sage Norkel will be a UFC champion, which is interesting to no. hear. I don't see it, but sure look. Um, He's too nice. He's then then you have, like, Edson Barboza. Uh, and then, who else is there? Gaethje Alvarez, and that's sort of it, isn't it? As much as, like, one of the most talent-stacked divisions, like, Would you like the, oh, the cream the crop is at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you like to see Gaethje fight uh, the damage? Well, they're in different weight class at the moment, but, uh... No, no, I'd like, <laughs> oh, right, like to see Gaethje versus Barboza. That's what I'd like to see. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, um... Yeah, true, yeah. In terms of that division the way it is at the moment, I, I just want to see Khabib versus Ferguson. Like, we've been promised it three times now. I know, and, man, like, I know. We missed out. But like, please don't put it as the main event. Please put it as the co-main event. How like when it doesn't happen, there's still a good fight there. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I'd like to see. And then I'd rather see McGregor fight Ferguson than see him fight Khabib. Um, oh, you forgot to mention Nate Diaz. In the oh yeah, Nate Di- Diaz coming into the mix as well. I'd watch Ferguson versus Diaz. I'd have no time to watch Khabib versus Diaz. I know exactly how that one go. It wouldn't end well for Diaz no. at all. It just wouldn't like his takedown defense just isn't that good and. Khabib's just like too good on top he's not going to get taken down he's not going to be able to like submit him from mm-hmm. his back no. um, but the way I look at it is I suppose we'll break down the two fights because realistically I know we didn't get too break down into the other divisions but like when he gets Conor McGregor's division yeah. you know what I mean people want to hear they're what not, we think they're about they're not cheering him in for Durandamy yeah no the orange lad so uh, <laughs> Conor McGregor versus Tony Ferguson to be honest I'd see McGregor getting out of there in two. As good as Tony Ferguson is and as skilled as he is, I just see he's very hittable. He's been hitting all his fights. And I think if Conor McGregor hit him, would it, like, and McGregor shows these weird angles. People don't really talk about McGregor's angles that much anymore. But like the way like he just absolutely touched up Eddie Alvarez. It, it was like a pro fighter fighting someone in their second fight. What? Before you go on, that's why McGregor couldn't really like, knock out Nate Diaz. Yeah. Do you think at 55 those punches would land but it would be harder. I feel like it would be like more... Four three times, but like, do you think they'd be more clinical? Or do you just think he's... No, like, he I, I, think, I think at 55, McGregor's almost more explosive. He's more... And like, I feel that 170, he's sort of... I don't want to say in a bad way, but like, that's not his weight. I think yeah, like, he's yeah. eaten up to fight there. You know mean? Weight, and like, yeah. he's not as best cardio, he's not as most fittest, because he's like, eating constantly to make sure he's at 170. Mm-hmm. Like, McGregor walks around at 168, I mean, he stepped on the scales of 168 for the second DL fight. Yeah. So, 155 is the absolute perfect weight class for him. That's the best Conor McGregor. That's the best Conor McGregor in the UFC we've ever seen. When he fought Eddie Alvarez, that was the best performance. People yeah. can say Jose Aldo or whatever, but no. 155, optimum Conor McGregor. Mm. He'd, hit, he'd hit Ferguson with that left. And I also think the same thing would happen to Khabib. But if he didn't get Khabib out there in under two minutes, he's going to have problems. But then again, you know what? A lot of people underestimate Conor McGregor's uh, rest and defense Eddie Alvarez couldn't really get him down 
Uh, I know Chad Mendes has gotten down, but I think at featherweight, Conor McGregor was so depleted yeah. that, like, I was scared for him making weight at featherweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, other than that, no one else has really been able to take him down. Yeah. And the one time, uh, Nia, Nate Diaz took him down in the fifth round of their second fight, whatever, like, if that's the only time you can get him down, it's not a big deal. Yeah, what do you think, what do you think, that, like, because, right, Khabib said that he might even go down to 145, see that? Like, that has to be yeah. horse shit, right? But, I mean, like, if you're, if you're sitting at home, right, and you're looking at the board there, and you're like, yeah. right, the four stars in the division are Conor McGregor, uh, Tony Ferguson, Khabib, and Diaz. Nate Diaz, right? Then you're like, right, what's going to sell the most tickets? Between, the, you don't even look at Nate, right? Just look at... What, what if he did McGregor Diaz 3, and on the undercard, you have Fergus versus Khabib. That probably makes the most... Oh, yeah, yeah because they probably walk into each yeah. other in the back as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's also a bit weird the way like, they'd have both belts on the line yeah, at the same time. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but it's it okay. is what it is, though. Who, who cares? Yeah. No one cares about the belts. No. I want to see Khabib fight Ferguson for five rounds. Yeah. I want to see Diaz fight McGregor for five rounds. Yeah, but, yeah that, that's the thing. Like, I think it's best off for the UFC to get, either Tony, to get Tony Ferguson against Khabib to fight each other and the winner yeah. gets McGregor. Yeah. But well, doesn't get McGregor, gets to fight McGregor. Yeah. And then, like, but I also don't... I don't see that Nate Diaz McGregor thing happening straight away. Like if they rang Nate Diaz now and be like, right, do you want a McGregor for the title? Or do you yeah. say, yeah, wouldn't he then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like with McGregor, I feel like with McGregor, he, he I think he, I think Diaz is like, I want fifteen million, and the UFC is like, no. But I think with McGregor, would be like, right, we'll give you five million, and then he'd be like, on the pay per view cut, and then it'd be worth fifteen million. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I think Nate Diaz's biggest problem is he's cut, selling himself out of the title shot. Yeah. Any any last hates on lightweight? Perfect. Uh, well, to wait, you have Tyrone Woodley. Um, Colby Covington's making a lot of noise. Darren Till's making a lot of noise. Um, for me, I want to see Woodley versus Till. That's what yeah, I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really, I actually just want someone to uh, like knock out Colby Covington. I just don't like him. I don't like his... Normally, when someone makes a big name for themselves and they promote themselves the way uh, Covington does, I'd be really like, oh, he's doing a real good job. He's getting his name out there. But he's just been like so vulgar and so like hateful towards everyone else. I just like I don't find it endearing whatsoever. And I just like to see him. I think someone like Usman would like be able to beat him. And he's like my dark horse there, Usman. Yeah, that 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 division really isn't really like yeah. keeping anyone amused. Really, like, no, it's not because I mean? no one's really even a big fan of Woodley. No one's no. like, can't wait to see Woodley fight. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. especially like, after his last three fights. Yeah, gee. Oh. Although in fairness, UFC two hundred five when he fought Wonderboy the first time, when we were watching it, it was like, <gasps> who's won? Yeah, yeah. But like the second time round was a bit like it was a worse version of the first fight. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then, you know, there's no share for Wonderboy yeah. there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just don't think Wonderboy's going to end in a title shot, but like, I'd love to see Wonderboy versus Tail as well. That's in, what I'd like England? to see. Just anywhere. We're, we're hopefully going to go to that as well. You have seen March, yeah. March 13th, I think it is. Um, then there is... Like, I'd rather go to that yeah. than go to a United match. You know? Yeah. Like, if I had the, the choice of both. Especially this season. Well, we going. are going to both, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, uh, on that day. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there is... The middleweight. Yes, middleweight division. Robert Whitaker's going to fight um, Luke Rockhold at UFC 221. Um, I think whoever wins that fight will probably be the champion come the end of the year. I think they're the two best middleweights in the world. But you don't see them fighting that much next year? Um, I really see they're probably going to fight two to three times max. And I think like the next contenders like a Jack Ray. like Whitaker's already beaten Romero. And then like, Weidman and Weidman. I don't see any of those no. uh, coming up. And, and like I don't think Gastelum is like, I think he's too small. Especially if Rockhold won. Because we saw what Weidman did to uh, Gaslam. Could, so. could you see if Till beat Ty- Tyron Woodley, he'd be like calling out someone in the division above? Maybe so. Like, 
Which Kills is very, very big. Yeah, very, yeah. very big. Yeah. He's probably bigger than Whitaker. Yeah. So, um, maybe so, but I think 2018 is too early for Okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 2019, I wouldn't put a pass it. Then light heavyweight. Right. So, sorry, who did who'd you say there, middleweight? Uh, I said whoever's going to win between Rockhold and Whitaker will probably be the champion come the end of the year. Is there, is there any, other, any other people you'd like to see them fight? Uh, well, I'd, I'd like to see uh, Rockhold versus Romero. I'd like to see Romero fight Bisping as well, just for like my own entertainment value. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see like Anderson Silva versus Bisping again, even though he keeps on failing drug tests. I'd like to see Kelvin Gastelum actually go back down to 170. He could, be, he could throw a spanner in the works if he actually made weight down there. Uh, Against two till? Just anyone. Yeah, okay. um, and then... Who else there? Jack Ray. I was just when I watched him fight Whitaker, I was like, he's old. He's like father time, tap him on the shoulder as uh, Joe Rogan would say. Yeah. And that's it. And then like Derek Brunson's on his way up, but I just I feel like he's a bit too sloppy to be the champion. Yeah, he doesn't seem that clean. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're they're sort of your middleweight contenders for the year. Yeah. Then Lloyd Heavyweight? Lloyd Heavyweight, DC is probably gonna be uh no time. No Volca Volcan Ozmir. And then it's gonna be DC versus Gus two. Uh, DC probably win like a really ugly fight there and then like you know what OSP could almost get a title shot because I think he's won his last three three fights and like just in terms of like staying healthy and having a contender there he's he's there thereabouts he's there by yeah, yeah. yeah and then all comes back to does John Jones come back by the end of the year and like if John Jones comes back by the end of the year I'll be all for that Is it, does he have the possibility to come back this year or would it be 2019 mm, I'm actually not 100% sure right. but It'd be weird because DC's I think at the moment is thirty nine and he's forty. Like I sort of don't want to see a forty year old Daniel Cormier no. fight John. Especially Jones. with the dad bond, yeah, like, yeah, so, like and even his tattoos are just so like it's yeah, it's like jail. Yeah, yeah, they're disgraceful. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say Volkan knocks out DC in the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he got knocked out for the first time in his career by uh, John Jones, so he's, it's possible that he's okay, able yeah, to get yeah. knocked out. And like. I think we ran to see Volcan with the belt, and then Volcan will fight Gus, and then Gus will but win. That'll be in Europe, probably. Yeah, right? and then Volcan will fight Gus, and then Gus will win, and then Gustafson will be the champ. Oh, yeah. I, I, like, that, I like that. Because I like, yeah. watch Gustafson Jones too. Yeah, because watching. Yeah, because watching. Yeah, yeah. No, no, good call. So, in fairness, DC, as much as I love him, he's not the most exciting prospect. Or not the most exciting to watch. Yeah. And then you move on to the heavyweight division. And I'm actually excited for the heavyweight division this year. Because obviously, we have Nganu versus Miocic. Great way to start the Yeah. Game. Like, this is, I'm so excited for this fight. And normally there's something about me out just where, just let me watch the fight highlights. Don't want to watch any interviews. Don't want to see him doing better. Don't want to see him hang up on his wife. It's fine. <laughs> Don't want to talk. Like, I just have no interest in seeing me out just outside life. He's just boring and like, I feel like his funniness is put on and it's just like, he's not that endearing. Would I like to meet him? Yes. Would I like to have dinner with him? Yes. But like, would I like to hang out with him for a month? No. So, Francis Ngannou was just an absolute killer and I was seeing him and he's just getting better on the mic as well and he was like I will kill you blah, blah, blah. and I was like yes Francis Ngannou and then I was the return of Cain Velasquez yeah I, I, yeah okay sure no, no I, I was sort of like I was sort of like remember for, for Doom running at Miocic yeah. Miocic just like put his hand out and it was just like right like, yeah, like the fist yeah knocked out yeah. I, I can't see Ngannou the way when he was fighting over him he was sort of mm. like he was like keeping the space and yeah. then like Came in. I just I think like Ngannou was just sort of a new breed. Yeah, and he's just been trained into what he is now. And like he's just, and like did you see Joe Rogan like do a tour of that performance issue? Yeah, yeah. I'm just like he, he has a, yeah he had such a weird angle. He's like yeah. the double chin or something. Yeah, yeah. it was it was crazy. Yeah, and you know who my dark horses for the UFC heavyweight title next year. Anthony Rumble Johnson. What the return of Rumble at heavyweight against Ngannou. 
Now that would be a fight. Is he not like a two, two way smaller than him now? He's like six foot four. Romulus. Is he? So six six three six four. And he at the moment there's a picture went up online. I'll show you after. Oh, sorry, and yeah, he's, he's massive. He's massive. Yeah, his head is like yeah, yeah he's like, he, As soon as he like eats a pizza, it's just his face gets fat straight away, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Do you not think like because that that lightweight division, light heavyweight division, will get so depleted, he might be like, here, I'll go back there. And yeah, but maybe but like no time. And, yeah, but like imagine like oh, they had three more fights and I have to cut weight. You know what I mean? All he has to do is a bit of training. No, cut weight. Well, so he might do like a DC, except in the heavyweight yeah, division. Yeah. Do you think so? He's fought heavyweight before he fought. Yeah, Austin. yeah, I know. But do you think like, do you see that happen? Yeah. I just, I just think like trying to rumble in with the heavyweights would be like such an interesting prospect because like just the way he knocked everyone out light heavyweight, not named DC. Well, who'd win him or Kane? Would you think? Well, that's what I'd like to find out. Yeah. You know, so, so like, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get this heavyweight division. So right. like, it's gonna be the winner of Ngannou versus Miocic, and they'll probably fight. I, I could see Ngannou fighting for Doom. But I feel like Uganu would knock him out as well. <laughs> and then Cain Velasquez is the real one I want to see. And then like just to throw in a dark horse there, Anthony Rumble Johnson, the heavyweight, I think could be insane. What about John Jones versus Ngannou? Yeah, I'd like to see that as well. Okay. Um, also, another weird dark horse, a heavyweight, who probably won't get touched on because no one still knows who he is, is your man Volkov, that big tall Russian fella who came over from Bellator. Um, I think he'll be interesting to see, but I don't think they're rushing him to the top. Just because like... I don't think he speaks English and he's just not very good looking. All right. Not that Ngani or Velasquez are beautiful, <laughs> but uh, it's grand. So Stipe, Stipe just looks like Michael Bisping walking around the gaff. He does, yeah, he does, yeah. Hanging up with his wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that in terms is fight talk. I will quickly run through UFC 219. Um, Barry talks through the card there. Yeah, is there one fight you want to start on, is there? Um, <clears throat> let me think. Um, oh, big shout out to Tim Elliott who uh, won his fight. Um, I think he had an anaconda choke in, and then he paid tribute to Robert Follis afterwards. That was in the very first fight of the night, that's so that was a very touching moment. That was one of the most touching moments of the year. So fair play to him. Great for that. way to start. Yeah. Only uh, Aichuk beat Roundtree in the heavyweight division. Um, Khalil Roundtree was, I think, was on a two fight win streak as well. Yeah, so. he was. Khalil Roundtree, like, I think he looked at your man. Your man had a bit of a dab bod, right? And Khalil Roundtree was like, I'm going to knock him out in the first two minutes. And threw everything at him, threw the kitchen sink at him for the first two minutes. And then... Your man did have that ball, actually. Yeah. I thought he could have made a... Uh, like, yeah, uh, middle Joe Rogan yeah. actually said it on the commentary. He was like, I'd like to see this guy at a five-class slower. And then he just got knackered, and then your man just picked him apart for the last two rounds. Yeah. Uh, what about Neil Magny beating Carlos Conda? Carlos Conda, like, supposedly didn't really want to be there, and then he lost. Yeah, uh, he didn't look great. And then also, Neil Magny implemented quite a rest of the game. Neil Magny's actually very impressive. Helen Gaslam, Johnny Hendricks, Carlos Conda, Hector Lombard, all under his names with wins. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he still didn't mention him in the welterweight division. Yeah, but like I feel like if you lose to Neil Magny, you don't have it. Even though like Kelvin Gaslam could have it at welterweight. There's just something about him when I saw him lost to Maya and I saw him lost to RDA. I was just like, no. Some more comfortable could be yeah. definitely. Yeah. We actually didn't even mention RDA at the welterweight as well, but I don't think he's going to be able to beat Woody either. It's too small. Yeah. Yeah, but like, I mean, you can't remember everyone. Yeah. I mean, like, even uh, you. Unfortunately, Arme Cynthia uh, Calvao lost to Carlos Barza. First loss for a career. Um, tough loss. It was a very close fight. Um, almost could have went either way. But Carlos Barza back on track to become women's strawweight champion again. Don't think it happened. I th- feel yeah. like she doesn't really have enough on the feet and a wrestling game. She doesn't like do her level change well enough to get the takedowns in. So... Do you think like for Cynthia Calvello it was like her fourth fight of the year maybe it's like too much in the year? 
bit of that and then Carlos Barza used to be UFC strawweight champion so yeah. like to fight her so young in your career fight somebody who used to be champion it was probably a lot to ask yeah. but in fairness it's a bit like the UFC heavyweight division if you, win, if you beat three people like you're almost fighting a top five fella anyway mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah uh, also in lightweight division Dan Hooker beat Mark Diakise uh, that's very bad news for Diakise yeah I feel like the hype train's over now uh, yeah because um, yeah. he looks so good coming into UFC he was doing all these spin kicks and I was like even the haircut and everything. yeah I was like this fella's got something he's from Manchester and I was like it's almost like having like a lightweight version of MVP and he just had all the flash and Dan Hooker's got him a guillotine in the third round and Look, Dan Hooker's he's not bad. He's looking to get back on the Australia car for UFC two twenty one. But I feel like Diakesi, like the jury's out now, and like that's that's was it. Like, as, he, as in like he might get a bit, he might get like he might get like some very dangerous person in the next fight now as well. Because he might yeah. be like, right, if you can't do it, see you later. Yeah, you know? I feel like he's gonna get the, on that Marsh card anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, good show. Yeah, that could be his last fight. So I don't maybe yeah. they'll, they'll give him a gimme then. Yeah, you know I mean, who knows? Yeah, uh, lightweight division could be beating Edison Barbosa. Um, yeah, I was actually watching the, this fight like with my mom, like and just being like, "This was just ridiculous." Like, I mean, Khabib is like he just sucks you in, and you are just stuck there like Velcro. Yeah, so I was watching this fight in my house, and Barry was watching it in his house because we were going to watch it together. But then Barry was out, uh, out having a few drinks, and I was sitting in, and then like it just wasn't feasible for us to watch it together. And next thing you know, I start getting these Snapchats from Barry, and I was like, "What is he Snapchat me right?" <laughs> and it's just Khabib absolutely shoveling Barbos in the face, yeah. and Barry just going. The best, the best, the best. I was like, this is the best. He's the best. And I was like, you're actually right. I was like, I've never seen someone just be like, take someone who's also world class, just take him down and just be like, nah. Yeah. He just like, was like, nah, you're not good. What's that, 24 now? now yeah. 25 now. Khabib for the title shot. No other, no other mention, like nothing else. And I almost feel bad for Barbosa because like, where's he going to go from here? Because like, as long as Khabib's around, like, he might as well be doing something else. Go with division. 170 I don't know but I mean yeah I suppose what else are you going to do but moving on to the main event of the evening uh, in the women's featherweight division Chris Cyborg defeated Holly Holm um, were you shocked? not really to be honest the fight sort of played out as I thought Holly Holm she did look more technical I think she's the first person in a very long time to take a round off Chris Cyborg but at the end of the day Cyborg was just not afraid of Holm's punches and like yeah. you can see Holm was a bit afraid of Cyborg's yeah. punches and like Cyborg was almost willing to take a punch to like try and land Get one or two back out. and it, it just Holm's face cover was sort of mangled by the end of it and it's, the fight sort of played out how I expected yeah. I maybe thought Cyborg weren't going to finish but it was you know, well, Cyborg wasn't a non-controversial that... finish. Yeah, she didn't really go for the finish yeah. at either stage. And she, she wasn't as impressive in her last fight as well. Remember when no. she beat uh, or something like that? Oh, Tanya Evinger, yeah. Evinger, yeah. Yeah, um, for me... For you? Uh, Chris Cyborg, best female fighter on the planet, bar none. Yeah. I think that sort of wraps up the UFC. Yeah. MMA. I think so. I thought that was good, actually. That was a, a good... Yeah, we enjoyed that, like, talking yeah. about what we think is going to happen for 2018. Yeah. So, what you make of the show so far, Ross Cadwell? Best show of 2018. Fact. Yeah. Right, so I think we should move on to the football segment yeah. of the show, yeah? Um, I, thought, I thought this year we'd probably start off with, like, what our opinions are of how the sort of Premier League teams got on last year. Uh, yeah, so I think most people support Man U. Yeah. Um, what you make of the United season? What way do you want to look at? Do you want to look at the season or do you want to look at the year itself? Because it sort of it differs, doesn't it? Well, I suppose we can compare where we are this year to where we were last year. Right, for it. Um, in terms of last year, at this stage of the season, the league was over. 
and we just focused on the Europa League. Um, <clears throat> wasn't over that impressed with our league performances. There's a lot of park on the bus going on. But then the Europa League, we looked a bit more expansive. We looked like we had a bit more than the other teams in the Europa League. We also went on and won the League Cup. So yeah. last year, all in all, was like a fairly successful year for um, Man United. This year, the league's basically over again. City have won it. But I don't think it's over due to our fault this year. As opposed to any other year, we'd still be in contention for the league. Just this year, City have played something like 17 games, won 15 and drew two, or in and around that mark anyway. Um, they've only drawn two games, they lost none. So they nearly lost the other day from the penalty the 90th minute, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, the absolute bastards. Sorry, I didn't hear um, you coughing there. What did you say? The absolute bastards. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... No, sorry, play 22, 120, drew two. Yeah, so there you go. Um, I forgot the games came so thick and fast at Christmas. Yeah, the, the, Um Look, their squad's so good. All their players are on form. City are doing great. In terms of United, um, still in the Champions League. They got a good draw against Sevilla. Um, they got knocked out of the League Cup very poorly. Uh, still in the yeah. FA Cup. Yeah. And, yeah, I think they're probably going to concentrate a lot more on the Champions League. Concentrate a lot more on the FA Cup. Um, realistically, it's going to be next to impossible to catch City. So, in terms of United, <laughs> they're progressing. I feel like they still need to sign a few more players. Because um, when Pogba and Maddox don't play together, we look a lot weaker. Yeah. Uh, Marshall and Rashford, I think, are definitely coming along. They're definitely getting better. Lingard. Can't not mention Lingard. Lingard yeah. um, he's been a little bit a magician this year. And, like, in fairness, United fans are always very skeptical about Lingard. They're yeah. always like, why is he in the squad? Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. And clearly, he must be doing what he's doing on the pitch in training for the last few years. And that's why he's been kept around so long. And then Lukaku. He seems to be right, very light in that chain yeah, room as well. Yeah, definitely. He's like, he's sort of, if you follow him on Instagram, like he's back in the gaff hanging around with Rashford and stuff like that, which is always nice to see. Yeah. Uh, like even the way when he scored the goal there against Everton, went up the camera, like yeah. put his finger to his mouth, being like, shh. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I said this earlier to my dad, I was sort of like, don't be listening to all these former Arsenal players or Liverpool players that are like taking apart United. Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? It, like, and Scoldsy for whatever reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, like, Martin Keown said that Mourinho lost the change room. I don't think he's lost anything yet. No. I'll bar the league. Yeah. But I mean, like, look how young these players are. And also, when Mourinho came into United, he didn't have, he had like, a, like a bag of, like a bag of nothing to, play, to, to work what's, for. It. What's United's record in the league this year? United's record is, uh, play 22, won 14, drew 5, lost 3. But that's not terrible. Like, they'd probably be, second. Yeah, they'd probably be you now 5 points off top of the table last year as well you know what I mean and Chelsea were very good last year because they had no European football to play so yeah yeah that's what you know what I mean like yeah. City have been like the team this year like across all of Europe across uh, all of Europe yeah so look nothing to, you know they can still hold their hand, uh, heads up high um, their team is doing much better also we've been very inconsistent across the back four over who actually starts which I always yeah. find is a problem Chelsea's been great again yeah unreal do you know what Daily Blind right he started all six Champions League games but he's only made five appearances in the Premier League this year I don't, I don't even know really know what to say that. yeah um, like, what, like, what do you say to that it is what it is and then like Bailey's been injured Zlatan's yeah. been injured Lukaku got knocked out the other day Lukaku started the season very strong and then he obviously had like a massive draw sprout which is still on I'm just a bit like I almost like feel bad for Lukaku because like really see yeah sometimes he has terrible touches and sometimes he has like four bad games but at the end of the day um, I feel like he's getting let, letting a lot of people get into his head and he's like letting all the pundits be like oh Lukaku's not that great and he's like oh they're saying I'm not great but I remember Gary Neville saying that like as a Manchester United player like why are you listening to all these pundits why are you listening to that and it's like they shouldn't matter to you it's yeah. like you're a Manchester United player but then again 
being a Manchester United player, come with a seventy five million price tag. You can't say, be like, same oh, price as Van Dijk. Yeah, you can't. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, you can't say you know. Oh, but I'm not the finished article. I'm still improving. Blah blah. I was like, when you cost seventy five million, you wear that number nine jersey for Manchester United. There are no excuses. You score goals, and that's all you do, and that's it. Yeah. So. I think, it's, co- I think to, it's coming though. Yeah, I mean, he, he, need, he needs to step his game up, but I'm not, yeah, but I'm not, like, I'm not worried either. No, no, either am I. It's just even the players around them, there's no yeah. consistency of any other positions as well. So how do yeah. you meant to make them direct links? Yeah, but also like Rashford, Marshall, uh, Lingard, they're all chipped in with goals as well. So like it is taking the pressure off a bit, but it's also sort of, if the ball doesn't get as far up the pitch and we score a goal, well then that could also be a problem for him as well. I tell you, yeah, we definitely need a midfielder sent to me. Yeah. Someone to probably sit beside Maddox and let Pogba do his thing. Yeah. And then let like Rashford, Martial, Lingard all intertwine. Yeah. I, I actually quite like Pogba in that number 10 spot. Yeah. But then you're taking away Lingard then, really, aren't you? Yeah, but he... Oh, but look at City, right. for yeah. instance. Like, yeah. they, they have all these players. I'm, I'm just a bit like, get the best players on the pitch and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so... Um, and then have a back four that just stays yeah. consistent. As in, like... Like, Luke Shaw playing every day. The, the balance, that looks so, so nice. Yeah. The balance down that left. Because... Obviously, Ashley Young, he's, he's banned now for elbowing, but yeah. like the way like Luke Shaw kept that nice and narrow yeah. down the left, it was a great balance to the side, which we, they definitely lacked mm. and need. Yeah, so I suppose we've already given them credit, but uh, Man City, absolutely incredible. Uh, even, you know what, they remind me of Manchester United under Alex first, and they're, like, they're scoring these late, late goals to win the games, and like, they're really making up all the points. Or even the other day, where they had a penalty missed against them in the 90th minute. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, they're the sort of moments that happen when you're going to win the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, they've been absolutely them, them, doing, them doing that almost like was a win for them. Is yeah. that, you know what I mean? And the I feel like they get after that. And I feel like Raheem Sterling is going to have like the nod for like England in the World Cup, and they're going to be like because there's going to be a lot of pressure on him because he can't yeah. be playing that goal for City and then not show for England. Yeah. And then speaking of English players, I think you can't not mention Harry Kane. Harry Kane. What a 2017. Yeah. He scored more goals in the Premier League in 2017 than anyone ever has. Yeah. That's an absolutely incredible feat. More than Luis Suarez ever has. More than Alan Shearer has. More than Ruben Nistroy. More than Thierry Henry. Adebayor. Adebayor. John Hartson. Farron. You name them. Farron. <laughs> you name them. He scored more goals than them. So, absolutely fair play to Harry Kane. Scored back-to-back hat-tricks there last week. And, I don't know. I, I feel like... I almost feel bad for him that like Spurs can't like get it together to, you know, they just don't have the big enough squad to, yeah. to do the Champions League as well. Mm. You know what I mean? And they're sort of like we focus on this or that. Yeah, and we've also talked about it that their problem is that like they're quite good in all positions, but like it's very hard to be like, where do we bring in the superstar and who do we take out to put in the superstar? Yeah, you know what I mean? And they're also getting that billion uh, pound move to a new football stadium, so it'd be interesting to see will they attract new bigger stars at that. Um. Arsenal are still doing Wenger in, Wenger out. Sanchez in, Sanchez out. Ozil in, Ozil out. Wilshere in, Wilshere out. So, they're probably the most open-the-air football club I've ever seen. Um, so, I don't know what the crack is with them. Um, Do you think they can fix it in any sort of way? Or is it just like... No. Just now, like... I think they're like... Fixing it as in like they... Like they're are prob- they even going to get top four? No, definitely not. Yeah, I don't think I, so. I feel, like, I feel like they might finish eighth or something this year. Yeah, yeah I feel like... Well, if Sanchez and Ozil go and they don't bring anyone in in January, you know what I mean? Currently coming sixth. Yeah. And like Burnley are hot in their heels. Um, then you have Chelsea, who are um, probably just going to concentrate on the Champions League and they'll probably still finish top four. They're sort of like looking very solid, but 
not setting the world alight either. Yeah. Um, they, they need a striker in January, I think, because Conte doesn't trust uh, Batman to do anything, Batashui. Yeah. And then, like, Morata's, like, we said at the start of the season, when we did, like, show on fo- Irish football fan TV, that, like, Morata's just not going to be able to play 50 games in the Premier League. He's just not, like, you can tell by the look of him, he's, like, not going to be that fitness level. And then, moving on to the most expensive centre-half of all time, Virgil van Dijk. Barry, me and you haven't even discussed this together. What's your take on this? How much was he worth last year? I think they actually asked for 70 million last year. Did they? Yeah, but I think Liverpool wouldn't... I think Liverpool would go as high as 50 and Spurs probably wouldn't... Or not Spurs, Southampton would have probably taken 60. 75 million, like, I mean... I don't, I don't see what... Like, obviously, they're better off getting him than not getting him because they've, they have two shambles at the back. But then who do they put him beside? Matip, I think. That's how we get, like, I mean... But like, like they're they, they two, six, yeah, but two, six, four, five monster physical athletes center half. But I still don't feel like there's, like... They have to create that partnership still. You can't just yeah. put two good centre-halves together and be like, play well, lads. I mean, it doesn't work that way. So, um, yeah, I think Although that's... Although, he, uh, he should be nice and fresh after his... Uh, he'll probably have a great, um, what's it called, pre-season next year because he, he plays for Holland and they didn't qualify for the World Cup year. Nah, sure look. And they still need it. They still need a left-back. I think they're, like... They're sort of sorted down that right hand side, but uh, and goalkeeper if they agree to do it. You know what? I almost feel I almost looked at Liverpool side and two of their best players this year for me have been Joe Gomez and Trent Alexander Arnold. And like Gomez can play centre half or left back, and then Arnold can play right back. But I think Gomez more wants to play centre half. So yeah, they're going to need a new left back. They probably need a new midfielder. They probably need to replace Coutinho. Uh, and then like I'm not convinced that Firmino's the centre forward who's going to win your Premier League either. So, like, I feel like... And they definitely need a new goalkeeper. So, I think Liverpool need to spend money. And I think now knowing that Liverpool are willing to pay £75 million for a centre-half sort of opens up the checkbook for whoever yeah. whoever they want one of their players. Yeah, what happens if they want a midfielder now? £80 million. Yeah, yeah. I and, think, like, Coutinho might be going. Yeah. And then, like, if they don't get Coutinho, they might go for Salah. Yeah. So, like... And then Mane... Yeah, like they're, it's not like they're they're actually selling players for that large amount of money either. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes down. That's what it covers the top six anyway. Yeah, um, so Champions League's not back till February, which is actually very disappointing, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Then you have Real Madrid, who are struggling in fourth, and Barcelona wrapping up the Liga. What you what you think? What you make of that? Do you think um, Zan's going? Do you think Zan's going to get boot? I know we had this discussed last week, but like, he won two Champions Leagues, but at Real Madrid, they don't really. They don't weigh around, sure they don't. Well, we're, Real Madrid come fourth right now. Yeah. Um, they have game in hand at Barca, but they are 14 points behind. That's almost like United behind uh, City, realistically. You know what I mean? If we're bearing with Real Madrid, also have to go over to uh, Japan, or uh, United of Arab yeah. Emirates to play in that intercontinent. Like, the thing is, you can't consistently play in all these matches, and I don't think they have like such an amazing squad going underneath. I think these players are building up so many games. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're playing so many finals, so many matches, so many intense matches... I know sometimes playing like Cadiz or like not Sevilla but like Getafe uh, or Vigo yeah, yeah, yeah. or Girona like yeah you can put the B team out yeah, and like yeah, yeah. you should still get the result but it doesn't always work out that way yeah. you have to remember it's a bit like when you're playing with the big teams in the Premier League anytime you know Girona come to play Real Madrid in the Bernabeu you know what I mean like that's their Champions League final of the year you know what I mean yeah so yeah, that's I think Real Madrid is. is so much better though so that's true um, I think they're suffering by not letting like all the other teams earn more money mm. on TV rights because then like because the season's already like I mean I know the Premier League's basically yeah. over now but I mean like 
Their league's almost over as well, really. So come January, the January transfer window, what team are you look or what team are you most interested in seeing who does business? I think uh, it sort of has to be Arsenal, doesn't it? Can they re-sign Sanchez? Can they re-get Ozil? Like, will they buy someone in to replace them? Like, if they if they fuck this up, I think they're good. They're going to be done for a long time. Yeah, and like Wenger could like absolutely tarnish legacy more than he has done over the last yeah. few years, but not yeah. getting this done. And also, there's a real dangerous player in like say if Diabalas came available. Like you can always see Man City being like here, oh, we're gonna take him just yeah. so nobody else can have him. Yeah. The same way Chelsea did it a few years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean, no. And uh, if you can do it, why not? Yeah, no, exa- exactly. I have to agree. It's just like I think Diabala is gonna be the next hundred million plus pound player that goes somewhere because everyone seems to want them. Yeah. Yes. Plus he has that like celebration with the eyes and like I think people like when someone has a thing. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah, the little. Yeah, eye. it's like marketing. Oh, also Diabala actually moved to. Adidas this week, so they're actually talks of saying like it's gonna be United or uh, Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, cause, like, that's sort of tends to happen when someone moves sponsorship, then they move to a team responsible for that, and that's what they're saying. Apparently, Barcelona released something during the week, or Nike released something during the week that you can get Coutinho on the back of your Barcelona kit. That's yeah. actually true. Yeah, yeah, official Nike store. Uh, release that you get Coutinho on the back of your Nike kit if he just wants to go you just may as well let him go there's no point to keep players around yeah. if they're just not yeah it's just like just get the most money yeah, 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 just, yeah, just, just, just like, see you there yeah. and then I feel like Firmino will probably leave then as well because he, yeah. he's like they're obviously bros yeah and I feel like Barcelona would like take Firmino as well well I don't know if you go like, there yeah but, like, yeah but I'm not saying like they'd be like oh Firmino brilliant but I'm, I'm sure Barcelona would be like 50 million alright fair enough you know what I mean okay. as in like He's good enough that he can play for Barcelona. But yeah, it, what, they, what he's they, like, they play the same way. Yeah. Was he there when Suarez was there? No. no. Was he? Mm, no, I don't think so. I think he probably bought with Suarez money. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Is there anything else in football that I want to cover? No, I, I think that's sort of if the year. I'm yeah. really looking forward to the Champions League. I think the Champions League this year is better than it's ever been. Um, other than that, I think that's all I have to say on football. We should do a quick fire round for yeah, the... Yeah, football for the Premier League. My favourite. Yeah. Very Premier League. Yeah. Also, can't yeah. wait for the Six Nations, the rugby, but there's not much other rugby talk about. Um, Leinster beat Munster there uh, over the New Year's period, so fair play to Leinster, but we're, we still love Munster. Yeah, and then Connacht beat Leinster. Ulster. Connacht beat Ulster very Con- well. Oh, did they beat Leinster as well? I actually missed that. Oh, no, they, they beat Ulster very well. Yeah. Uh, actually, tomorrow Arsenal playing Chelsea. Oh, that actually be interesting. Uh, I'm going to say Chelsea. And then... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then on Thursday, Tottenham were playing West Ham. Jeez, the amount of games yeah. going so fast. Uh, no, just Spurs. Spurs two goals. Spurs, yeah. And then uh, actually on Friday it's the FA Cup third round. Liverpool are taking on Everton, and United are taking on Derby. Oh, you know to win. They have to win. Yeah. Hopefully Romero will get a game because he wants to leave. And then I think Liverpool win. They always just beat Everton. That's big for a third round, isn't it? Yeah, first round of the cup for Premier League teams. Yeah. Jesus, a fucking load of games here. <laughs> is that the quick fire over is that quick fire over <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys so uh, once again so guys <laughs> once again thanks a million for listening and happy new year yeah and as, as always, always stay energised